0: Here we go. Jake and
2: Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins Podcast. Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh House.
1: We got Robert Hunt listed as doubtful for the game as of Wednesday. Tron Armstead, Liam Eikenberg, Austin Jackson, all this is questionable. I do think there is also something to the point where the Dolphins they list everybody on the injury report. When you see what happened with Mike, or uh, what was it? The Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow. And all of a sudden there was like a wristband gate because some intern took a video. This was like the, the, the two Tua throwing a deep ball that Tyreek that was over underthrown under, under, under type uh, blunder here by the social media team where uh, Joe Burrow, they caught him wearing a, a wrist brace, but I, I'm cool. If the dolphins list, everybody is questionable. The Patriots did it forever with Tom Brady. It annoys other teams at the very least. And at the very most, we kind of get an idea of, Hey, like Merrick said, it's football. These guys are all going to be injured. So maybe if someone struggles for a game or something, maybe it's more than just, you know, they kind of just suck.
0: The the difference between the Dolphins and the Patriots is the Patriots would list those guys questionable and then they would play. The Dolphins list these, list these guys questionable and then they don't play for like three weeks in a row. And, and common, I'm hoping that changes. What was that? In common, they both leave the division. Yes. Well, but for now, for hold <laughs> the rope, damn it. Just hold the rope. <laughs> that's all they got to do. Squid game taught me you lean backwards when you're holding the rope. Right. And then you, you win every game with tug of war. That's how it works. Yeah. That's how
2: squid game works. We do got to give a shout out to Raheem Mostert tying uh, Ricky Williams franchise record, uh, 16 total touchdowns. I mean, who would have thought that would happen it was four games still to go. I think he has the most total touchdowns as well in franchise history. So shout out to Raheem Mostert. And then I wanted to ask you guys, we didn't plan this, but you know, coming into this, if we had an MVP vote, at least personally, I would have sat there and said to a time below. little after you saw what you did this last game, after you saw this offense turn into an absolute pumpkin without Tyree kill out there, would you guys vote Tyree kill in that MVP? You know, if you had that one vote, who would you pick? If you were, obviously you're using that on a Homer pick, I'm not picking Patrick Mahomes with that. No matter how well he's played, I'm not picking Lamar Jackson. I would have picked to a time below after seeing that offense turn to a pumpkin. I got to be honest. I think, uh, there's a lot more to the Tyree kill MVP, uh, candidate thing. Not like it matters. All we want is playoff wins. All we want is Super Bowls, but um just tinfoil hat. Who do you guys, who you guys giving that vote to?
0: I agree with you, Josh. I would give it to Tyreek. He, you know, two is having a good season, but not like a season that other quarterbacks haven't had recently. Tyreek Hill is on pace to have the best single season any wide receiver has ever had ever. Like like that, at least in terms of receiving yards and, and his touchdown numbers are really high as well. Like that to me screams most valuable player. If you do something that that nobody has ever done before. Oh, by the way, he, he had 61 receiving yards on Monday, still on pace for over 2000 yards this season. So, it's a thing that can still happen and if he does that, you give him the MVP. But, I'll go a little bit deeper than that to see how Tyreek Hill, he laid on the on the ground after the ankle injury. He was clutching at his leg. Everybody thought that's it. Season's up in smoke. He's done. He'll he'll he's not taking another snap for the Dolphins this year. To see him get up, start limping towards the sideline, and then say, oh, hell no, I ain't going out like that, and then sprint to the sidelines, that fired me up so much. And then to see him come back into the game later on, gut it out with whatever horse tranquilizers they had injected into his his ankle there, like to see him come out there and and try his best to contribute to this team and still catch, I believe he had a 24-yard reception and a 25-yard reception after the ankle injury, to see him go out there and do that, that's a dog. That's a man. I like that dude on my team. And, and, you know, in addition to his fantastic season for, for the way he inspires his teammates and just me personally, I'd give him that MVP vote.
1: How much better do you guys think the offense would have looked if we knew entering the week, Tyreek couldn't play like, like thinking about the play Kong, think about the system you put in, Um, how much would change just knowing that, Hey, Tyreek's not out there. Merrick and I were talking about this before the pod and it just, I, you know, Mike McDaniel, we see him as this impressive offensive play calling coach. We see Jalen Waddle as an elite playmaker. This offense has these playmakers. So where I I just really think that the Dolphins found themselves in such a tough scenario Monday night where the playbook, like the playbook is this big old tree and the seed that made that big old tree is Tyree kill and taking him out of there. It's not like you could just like slide over Jalen Waddle. It was so interesting to see how you're getting uh, Cedric Wilson involved. I mean, if mike mcdaniel had to do that 10 times over again do you think devon Achans getting nine targets that i thought was absolutely bananas so just looking about how much taking tyree kill out of the math equation warped this playbook and what the dolphins had to do man to me that screams screams your MVP right there it's it's been that way all year i know it's so fun to look at the the highlights when, when two can throw six touchdowns and half of them are going to jalen waddle but i mean tyree kill and, and i'm not saying this offense wouldn't be uh above average without Tyreek Hill, especially if you got that money and invested it elsewhere. But when you invest that much money in one player specifically, you need them to be more than just, you know, the receptions and the yards. The offense needs to go through them so, so much. Otherwise, you're either overpaying for someone who's not giving you the value or you're just not maximizing it. And I think for Tyreek Hill to be maximizing the contract he has, which is absolutely bananas, he has to be in the MVP conversation. And I think they're doing a great job at that.
0: Yeah, and and hopefully he's all right. Uh, You have that practice report in front of you, Jake. Uh, Was he a limited participant today or a DNP? I still just got him. It's questionable. I will let you
1: know momentarily, though. The the practice reports are so hard because... Especially on Wednesdays. He loves the rest days. I mean, what was it? The first five weeks of the season, it was every fantasy guy ever was like, Raheem Oster, he's already getting hurt, and then you yeah. know, by Thursday, he's already a full practice, and they forget and just do the same thing every week.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Tyreek Hill was it did not practice today. You know, considering he only played about two quarters, maybe a quarter and a half on Monday, and we're only two days removed from that. Um, but the, if they want to be, for it, if you okay, want, it. Let, let's rock and roll, baby. Let me know what Devon
1: you Devon a did not practice. Teron Armstead did not wait, practice. Wait, wait,
0: wait, wait. wait. What?
1: H- what's going on with a What's he got? Sorry. a toe. Oh, Teron bro. Armstead knee ankle. Liam Eikenberg calf. Deshaun Elliott concussion ribs. Tyreek Hill ankle. Xavier Howard hip. Robert Hunt hamstring. Raheem JFC. Mostert knee vet rest. And then we got a couple questionables. Javon Holland, Austin Jackson, Andrew Van Ginkle. Jackson and Van Ginkle are both oblique, while Holland is knees being plural. I
0: don't... <laughs> wow. We should have started what this what pod with to that. Say? What to say Aaron
1: Rodgers did not practice on Wednesday for the New York Jets,
2: in case you're wondering. That's it? The only one? I'm more scared and of Zach Wilson at this point. Solomon
1: Thomas. Jason Brownlee, John Franklin Myers, and and Solomon oh, Thomas. I'm God. sorry, but, Carter Warren was another, and then for limited, they had a handful of guys, including Makai becton and Max Mitchell, and uh, Joe Tipman. So again, I, I, it's queasy, and uh, I see Merrick's composure just falling apart here. I'm uh, crumbling, especially Jake. When I have to start with Devon Han, but, no. but the Wednesday injury reports, they they baby the hell out of these guys on Wednesday
2: especially when that's they deserve it. St- it's still a lot, man. Now I'm queasy oh, yeah. as heck. I'm glad we waited till the end of this. That just a, uh, I ruined everything. Yeah. That's I want to guess you guys, do you, think Ty- do you think Tyreek's wife had him in fantasy? Cause didn't he uh, say that she was like, yo, get your ass on back out there. They must've <laughs> yeah, had like on. a big money league where uh, she had Tyree killing it or something. Cause she must've, she wasn't p- at the game though.
0: Huh? I don't I'll,
2: know. Um, and I do I, have to I, say t- Robbie chosen, right? They would, if, if Tyree kill will not go in the game, they would just game plan Robbie chosen a little bit more and, Ah, uh, the offense would not skip a beat. Well,
0: there's something to be you're said right, about that because if you're if you're gonna lose Tyree Kill in game, you need somebody to take his spot and open things up for everybody else. So you need that deep threat receiver, and Robbie Chosen is that. Chase Claypool is that, and we didn't see any offensive stats. Throw the fade for Claypool to Claypool. It, yeah, honestly, yes, if you're going to throw a fade, you should throw it to Claypool, who is a bigger body wide receiver, but uh, he he didn't get any offensive snaps, I don't think, even with Tyreek Hill in and out of this one.
1: Yeah, uh, they mentioned that him and Cedric kind of play the same role in the offense and that battle was kind of what in practice during the week that said kind of made some plays uh, opening up the scenario for him. The Dolphins do need that guy that can just really help them. They need a, like a number 84 wide receiver. They need like somebody who's like built yes. like Chris Chambers. Just just that number body type. Like I Mike hope Isiki. everybody really understands. Yeah, yes, a Mike
0: like Isiki. Mike Kisicki.
1: Just somebody where you can just huck it in the back of the end hey. zone. And know that, like, go and get, I need I need less fades in my life, man. A, a I, Zach
0: Ertz. Maybe a Zach Ertz could help this offense.
1: What does it say that he still hasn't signed?
0: That he wants money. <laughs>
2: that the That's Eagles perfect. won't sign him yet. That dude just got cut to go to the Eagles. I hate the Eagles, man. They're shady. Merrick,
1: the one take I've been waiting for is how how is
2: don't don't let us Rave down. Brave
1: household, how is everybody bouncing back? I I know where you're at, but but are the kids following in your footsteps?
0: Yes. Now the kids don't have the benefit of seeing this GD practice report from today, <laughs> which looks like it could have been given to, you know, a general after a battle during World War II. We Devon A. Chain missing a toe. Uh, Teron Armstead missing both of his legs, looking like Lieutenant Dan out there. Like, come on, man. Like, what is going on? Get healthy, stay healthy. We need this. Some of these guys are just going to have to battle through. I swear, if they sit all these players and go, Oh, we're just resting it up for for our late season games, I'm like, No, we got to win this one. So, uh, the kids are back on, you know, the kids are, are still riding with this team. I'm still riding with this team. I don't think we're losing to the New York Jets. I don't think, especially at home, you know basically just say everything we would have said about the titans game and say it for this one too and hope that the uh outcome is different so we're we're picking the dolphins um they did not give me scores they they're a little bummed out but uh my my prediction i think it's going to be a little bit closer the the jets beat the texans by 24 points this past week why did that have to happen that just that just compounds all of this and makes us feel <laughs> yeah, must be, must be. We're we're legitimate, but the Texans are frauds.
1: Which ones? And... <laughs> One more teams games. I think Miami's won what four more games? A
0: month no, worth, worth of games
1: worth than the Texans.
0: <laughs> I am not here uh... to tell you that the Texans are better than Dolphins. I do think the Dolphins are a better football team than the Houston Texans. And CJ Stroud's got the concussion now. We wish him well. He's been putting together a fantastic rookie year. Um, I do think the Dolphins win. I think it's a little bit closer. I'll take the Dolphins 24 to 14 in this one to get us back on the winning track. But I want to know what's your guys' score predictions for this damn Cowboys Bills game? 34
2: 24 Cowboys.
0: Okay. I hope you're right. Jake? I think
1: it Should've might be 34-31. one of the Man, I don't. I think the bills games, I mean, this is going to be timestamp this at the 39 minute, 44 second mark. Jake became the biggest idiot in the entire world, but man, like Uh the the bills need to prove so much still. I still think we're forgetting about all the injuries that team has dealt with and how, like, like there's a lot that needs to happen. I mean, that they brought Philly to overtime. Philly's not looking like the same team they were when Miami played them a month and a half ago. That's something to keep in mind. I don't know, man. It's just, Buffalo is scary and I've said time and time again that Josh Allen at any point can become the best quarterback, the best player in the entire universe. But when you're now two games up in the division on December 13th, the only thing you have to fear is fear itself. Like you got to go into these games feeling so confident against the New York Jets and Zach Wilson. Like we can't just ignore what this offense has done that Ricky Mostert is Ricky Williams two in this dynamic offense. We we can't ignore that stuff, and it's just I I can't wait to see Hard Knocks because I hope we get something into that players only meeting because it's just so confusing how like. We have Mike McDaniel like begging, like, hey, we need a seventh-year guy to speak up. But then you have Jalen Ramsey going out there day after day saying, like, you know, we're Super Bowl or bust. And you have Tyree Kill saying this team is better than that Kansas City team. And, you know, he had some logic behind it of the salary caps gone up and yada yada. But like these guys seem to be locked in all the time. And and I just hope that we look at that Titans game as like uh the four minutes that they started to like look into that horror house down the road where it's like oh this abandoned house i wonder what kind of cool things we can get in here no there's just monsters that are going to eat you go the other way start picking up wins and and let's forget about this
0: so who wins cowboys or bills
1: i like the cowboys i think that the cowboys are in such a do or die spot i mean they who has more pressure you think to win that game the cowboys
0: certainly the bills certainly yeah
1: I don't think the bills have any pressure in the, I think, I think the six and six and the, I think the the thing that might have helped the bills the most is they've already been broken. I don't think they're playing with any, you know, uh, do or die They're I think they're as loose as they've ever been. You know, you got people fired. I mean, you have your head coach using the most outrageous, insane motivational tactics ever they have nothing to lose at this point so i mean i see them as a loose team so if the cowboys end up losing this game i think it's because you have the jerry jones intensity factor uh, breathing down their necks but i i think the cowboys are in a spot where they have control of the nfc playoff race and they're not going to let it go bills please don't bring me up